Hey guys and welcome back to the Music Gals podcast. I'm really excited about this week because we're kind of getting into a stream of episodes that are going to be more varied in terms of like some women that work behind the scenes as well and some fantastic ones at that. So I really hope you enjoy this. It's been really fun to learn about all the kinds of different roles. For episode five, I'm sitting down with the very successful Lotcha Horvers, a tour manager who has worked with the likes of M83, Robin, Fever Ray, The Knife and just so many more. She's really had a fantastic career and it was so much fun to learn about kind of how she got into it how she's just always wanted to do it which I found really fun because I don't know I feel like it's really cool to just know that you want to be a tour manager and yeah like basically what goes into a day and like what she would recommend people that are looking at going into tour management to do also um Lotra is really really active within supporting women in music she has loads of her own projects that I would urge you to go check out um I've linked her Instagram below as well so you can go check it out I really highly recommend you do because she's always doing really interesting stuff speaking on panels running her own projects to support women in the music industry and yeah support women um, behind the scenes specifically in tour management and in the live side she was like one of the first people to engage with the podcast so yeah i'm really thankful to her for that and i just really look up to her so i hope that for those that are planning on going into tour management or the live side or just interested in it this is super helpful i certainly found it really interesting from an outsider point of view just knowing finding out what goes into it um but yeah enjoy the episode it's so nice to meet you yeah you too thanks so much for having me <laughs> it's so nice to meet you yeah like I'm, I was just really excited because I when you commented on the podcast I didn't well, didn't know who you were and then I like checked you out and I was like wow you've done so much it's really incredible oh thank you so much <laughs> yeah. um where are you from I am from the south of the Netherlands but I live in Amsterdam just like kind of firstly go into like who you are because I don't know that much about you um and yeah just kind of like your role as a tour manager yeah sure um so my name is Lotcha and I'm uh, I'm a tour manager I've been tour managing for about 18 years um and I pretty much I support artists on global campaigns when they tour um and basically I put the whole tour together. So the booking agent is the one who books the shows with the promoters. And then the manager will be the one who hires me and together with the manager, I put together the rest of the crew. Uh, maybe some, you know, it depends on at what point I'm hired. Sometimes I've been with an artist for a long time and we have this, we just have the same crew or maybe I'm new in the camp and they've had their same crew for a while. Or maybe it's a new artist and we're putting together a brand new crew. Um, and then um, I'll, I'll budget out the tour and you know see if we can do everything on a bus or if we need two buses or if it's a small budget tour, if we have to do it in a van, um, if all the distances are possible to be done by the bus or van, or maybe we have to fly some of the legs 
or maybe we have to have a travel day and just do like a really long trip with the bus and take a break in the middle. Um, and then I'll start putting together a, a rider. Um, so basically a list of everything that the artist needs to make the show happen, both backstage in the dressing rooms, as well as on stage technical requirements as parking, what they need for hotels, what they need for security, all this stuff. And then I'll send out this rider together with an advance to each promoter to not to advance each show, just to prepare ourselves uh, so they know what we're expecting and we know what they're offering. Um, and then if there's any discrepancies, we can just work out how to best solve them ahead of time <laughs> rather than on the day. Because there's enough fires to put out on the day. Yeah, uh, I bet. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it must be so much pressure on the actual day. I mean, if you've advanced well, there's really not that much pressure it's, yeah. it's when there's like a huge problem or something, but you know, this, you'll always work it out. Yeah. Um, and then, yep, you do the visa applications if that's needed. Um, you do all the flight bookings, all the hotel bookings, all the ground transportation organi organized. And um, if, yeah, you'll need to do some production rehearsals if you know, it depends on the production. Mm -hmm. Plan those in. That's yeah, that's what I do. So much then. Because like, I know it sounds silly, but you don't really think about all the layers to it of the actual pre, like pre-show stuff rather than actually like when you're there. Do you know what I mean? It's really weird to think yeah. about. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. Um, How did you get into it? Did you always know that kind of that was what you wanted to do or did you kind of just fall into it? Um, I a bit of a little bit of both uh, i i just was a music fan as a teenager and i was a bit frustrated that there was no live music where i lived because um i grew up in a small town in the country <laughs> and so um yeah i had heard of, that at my high school there had once been a rock festival before i went to that school um and it wasn't organized any longer. And I, and I was like, I really, that would be amazing. You know? So I spoke to one of the, like the, the person under the principal, I don't know what that's called in English. <laughs> and I, 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 you know, I asked them if they, if they would ever have that festival again. And they said that if I want a rock festival, I should just organize it. <laughs> and, uh, so they appointed a teacher to me and they said I should rally up some other students. And then together we, yeah, we just organized a festival. We just had having meetings and we're like, okay, so what things do we need to do? And just kind of made it up as we went and you know, ran into issues. And then uh, just that night, there was about 300 kids and there was five bands playing and uh, you know, I had to rent an audio system, a lighting system, and a bar because at the time, <laughs> the Netherlands was sixteen, so we could have beer at this festival. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, uh, we had a homeroom, uh, a homeroom classroom, so we cooked dinner for all the all the bands and everyone that was working at the festival. Wow. Yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. And so that night, I looked down at at the whole. And uh, from the balcony inside the school, I just looked down at the whole festival and I was like, this is amazing. This, I did this, I did, I made this happen. And I, and I was like, this is what I want to do. That was wow. my that's so, <laughs> and, that's so cool. Like that's so young to kind of realize that's what you want to do, to be honest. 
definitely yeah. yeah really young and yeah. and i feel really lucky that i that i found that so early on um yeah. and so my friend and i kept organizing local events not at the school but in uh yeah we just found like a small little hall that we could rent and we put a sound system in it from time to time and hire local bands to play and would sell tickets and uh after high school i found a school called music management which was a two-year college degree um education in tilburg which doesn't exist anymore it's now a four-year degree called i think event management or something mm-hmm. um and at my school someone was telling about tour management we had a guest lecturer who was a tour manager and then during that lecture i was like oh, <laughs> going on forward bands yes that's what i wanted <laughs> <laughs> so what was so from that kind of point onwards what you what kind of pathway did you take um to get to kind of doing the bands that you do now um well it was pretty tricky because I had no idea how to do that that was not really a topic that we covered in school and yeah. uh, I wasn't I don't know if I was a bit shy towards my teachers or I don't remember exactly but uh, at the time as a student job I was working in uh, the in the cloakroom <laughs> of <a> local venue. <laughs> So I was just around a lot of shows uh, yeah. and uh, just hanging up coats for people. Um, <laughs> and I also knew they had a stagehand team that you could join, which was voluntary. So I couldn't do that as my only job. So I joined also the stagehand team. And uh, in that way, you know, you're getting in touch with a lot of roadies. You're just seeing up close how these productions are built. Mm-hmm. Um, you're doing, you're learning all the little jobs, building risers, uh, miking the stage, building backline, um, preparing the dressing room, and emptying and loading the truck, just all this stuff. You become familiar with the language, with the different roles. And um, yeah, that's really the, the best school that you can have, I think, yeah. to work on tours, starting as a, a stagehand. Um, and as part of my school, I also had to find myself an internship, which I found at uh, the agency group, which still exists in the UK, but doesn't exist in the Netherlands anymore. But they had an office in Amsterdam at the time, so I interned there, and I was a booker's assistant for six months, where I was um, making the contracts. Once the agent had made the deal, I put the contracts together. I was sending out press kits. I was doing visa applications, tax exemption applications, um, advancing the tours for other tour managers, as you know, putting together a tour book. At the time, we were all touring with. Well, at the t- at that time, I wasn't touring yet, but at the time, we were still touring with paper books <laughs> to take out. <laughs> so you had to have advanced yeah. before you left, so you could print it. Now we use an app, <laughs> so oh it's a lot. God, yeah, but that's a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pressure, you know, like if you go in on a six-week run that you don't have to have advanced into every detail all the whole six weeks you know um because sometimes some people don't get back to you that long in advance so it's a lot yeah, yeah. with an app wow yeah so i did that as an internship and at the same time i found a couple of local bands that i had met just working as a stagehand uh where I, you know just got in touch with some local bands and asked if i could go to shows with them and to learn to be a tour manager and so I did that, uh, yeah, during my studies mm-hmm. and didn't particularly lead to any tours, but, you know, it give you, it gives you experience and confidence. 
And, you know, and for some people it might lead to to bigger things. And so for some people you might actually meet that baby local band that ends up growing really big. That mm. didn't happen those bands that I worked with. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this whole this whole time you just you never know who's watching and uh you know it just takes someone to notice you because you're just doing an outstanding job and you have a really good attitude and you're punctual and you're motivated and uh you're proactive that they'll see you and if you also spread the word that you're looking for a job on tour then at one point someone's going to notice you and pick you up and yeah uh, definitely so yeah it, it it was it took me a, a few years before i could really make a living of being on tour. So the first few years, it was just a lot of staying at home, working as a stagehand and uh, kind of waiting for that break and just kind of doing my best. And I had a business card printed and just meeting other tour managers and giving me my card. And eventually one of them needed a cover for a tour and they called me and it was literally like, on a Saturday or something and they're like can you leave on Monday <laughs> really cool. you have to drive this punk band from Chicago and I'm like, yes yes <laughs> you know all my shifts covered and I was in the van and I was out of there and I just it was amazing <laughs> it was really so exciting oh my god yeah so is it kind of just all gone from there you've kind of just worked to get on tours and stuff yeah, exactly. Yeah. So on that one tour, I'd met another tour manager who then asked me for another tour later on that year. And then yeah. over over time, the gaps between tours became shorter and the tours themselves became a bit better paid and a bit bigger. And uh, yeah, that's how kind of just yeah. naturally cool. grew in my career. Yeah. <laughs> it's, what, it's so weird, isn't it? It's one of those things where it's just about putting your like place in lots of different places and then what if one of them works out and it can literally change your whole life and like lead you in a different direction That's yeah cool. definitely it's, it, exactly it, it's it's it, I've always found it really hard to steer my career in in, in a particular direction um yeah you know uh, you know that's I wanted to work on tour but I was getting offers for punk tours but then also like a country artist who was in their 50s and then um, a singer songwriter who was just, just a single lady and then uh, you know like a metal yeah. band it, it, like the genre didn't really matter to me at all and I <laughs> but then you know once I had tour managed this one metal band I met all these people in the metal scene and I kept getting offers on metal tour <laughs> yeah, um, I bet, yeah. you know I was really into as a kid and but then later was a bit like not really the way that I want to keep going in my professional yeah, yeah I was gonna say like before you mentioned that like is there kind of like a specific genre that you kind of like prefer going on tour with or I know that sounds like a weird question but do you know what I mean yeah um no I mean I'm really happy with the bands I work with now because yeah. I really enjoy their music and it's really a scene that I enjoy being in but yeah it's pretty it's all pretty coincidental to be honest um yeah. it, it just was you know I can I can I can pretty much count back which meeting led to each tour and then yeah. you know, just got it all over the map music wise. So. so um do you kind of now go on tour of like a lot of the same bands over and over again? um yeah so now so when i started it was usually like oh an american band is coming to europe and they need a european driver 
that eventually changed to a European band is going on an album cycle around the world and I'm going to be their worldwide tour manager and so you sign up for the whole album campaign which you know can last I mean that's completely different from artist to artist one is six months one is two years and and that could be breaks of a week between legs or could be breaks of six months between legs it's completely different for artists but you so yeah usually I, I'm with an artist for a longer time they'll do that album run then they'll go back in the studio or take a break or do something different I'll go out with another band and then when that first band goes out on tour again they'll usually hopefully ask me back <laughs> Well, um, is, it must be so fun just like traveling around the world. Do you get to see like the places when you're actually there or is it kind of like, wow, you're working and then you're gone? Um, it depends because on the show day, I'm, I'm just inside pretty much yeah. the whole day. I'm the first one in the building and the last one out. Um, again, some tours are a bit lighter than others. So you might have time to go walk around the block or go out, do a local restaurant for a meal yeah. or on a, especially on a small tour the promoter will take you to a local restaurant for dinner because there's no in-house catering mm. but on the day off I do try to see stuff and I you know especially um, if it's an if it's like an interesting place that most of us haven't been yet I tried to organize a sightseeing trip or something yeah either either with just us or the promoter sometimes takes us out like when we were in Kuala Lumpur with M83 we went to uh, the Batu Caves, uh, which the promoter organized. They got fans for us. They drove yeah. us out there. They showed us around, and yeah, that was a really, really nice day out. Wow, that's so fun. That's actually that's actually just so fun. Do you find are you like away from home a lot then? If obviously in a normal situation <laughs> compared to like this. Year. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, well, I I used to be a lot more than I am now. Um, I was usually away for between. I mean. Yeah, between eight to ten months a year. Wow. Um, but since 2017, I am in a romantic relationship at home, so I try yeah. to spend a lot of time away. So now, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's more like four to five months a year now. <laughs> yeah, that's nice though. I bet that was so much fun though at the time, you know. Like yeah, I think it is one of those things where if you've if you've not really got anything to come home to, I guess it's you don't really care. It's just like you're enjoying going around the world, and if you really love your job, you know. So yeah, definitely, it's you know it's a career that you really have to live for because you're away from home so much, and you you make really long hours. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a really rewarding career, but it's definitely not something you can do a little bit, especially when you're. <laughs> building your career and your your network <laughs> oh yeah I bet how like what's a typical kind of if you're on tour like how, is it like literally like 12 hour days like really long days like setting up like what does the day look like as well um it depends again on the production but uh, um let's say on my last tour it was a one truck production and we would load in so we would we would wake up maybe like eight um, walk into the venue, have showers, have breakfast, and then load in at, at nine um, and start building start building the, the set and the back line. And um, 
maybe sound check around three or four, then have dinner, doors open around seven or 7.30. You have a support, then you do the show at nine and the show comes down at like 10.30, back it all up, uh, load the truck, and then usually the crew is in the shower by 12.30 or so, and so you roll out at one, so. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Such a long day, but I guess like, then you travel into the next place the next day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you'll you usually do two or three days in a row, and then you've got a day off. Okay. Depends. Like some artists, especially at a higher level, if the artists have toured for many years and they can afford to take more time off, they'll do one show, one day off, one show, one day off, just so the artist can get some rest and rest their vocal cords and take the pressure off the crew as well. Because it is long days <laughs> yeah how big is the crew is that is it like i suppose it depends on the size of the gig but yeah yeah is it like yeah. a massive crew um no the tours that i've done in in recent years the crew is between like six or seven people to oh. 30 people so my tours aren't gigantic so i do yeah. more theater size touring which shows that i usually between two and five thousand people a night and then maybe in the big markets you'll do eight or ten thousand yeah wow that's that's really big like I think one of the bands that I saw that you work with which you just mentioned was m83 because I really like them how was it going on tour with them was it were you kind of on like one long tour with them or um I, yeah I worked with m83 for a really long time because I started with them in 2008 when it was a van band it was just me and an audio engineer in the band wow. and wow that's crazy yeah yeah <laughs> so we played uh yeah just quite small shows at the time and it grew over the course of that album run that was the saturdays as youth album and that tour was about a year and a half with some with some longer breaks sometimes we'd be out for three months and then we'd be home for a month or two and then go out again um and we did some some really interesting supports on that tour opening for really big bands in arenas and stadiums, which I learned a lot from. Yeah. Um, and then I went out with them again in 2016, and that was a pretty long tour. That was about, we were pretty much gone for 10 months with one break in September. Oh, like that's crazy, being away from home. So you're on, away from home for like the whole 10 months, apart from like a little time when you come home briefly. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, so that was that was such a solid block of touring that I just yeah. ended up with that. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's so long yeah that's it must have been like so much fun though like yeah yeah it really was yeah it's great what advice would you give to like young people looking to go into do you like be a tour manager or even just like any member of like the crew because obviously it's probably changed quite a lot over the past few years especially like yeah what advice would you kind of recommend I would recommend to try and learn as much as you can about each different position, try and work in each different position so you can understand what your colleagues are, need and, and what they're doing throughout the day. And keep a positive attitude. Kind of how have you been over the past year with like the lack of live events, especially like, how has that been for you? Yeah, it's been really tough, and uh, I, I really, uh, I really realized how much of my identity I take from from my job, um, and because I've done it for my pretty much my whole adult life, I've been a tour manager, and I'm really 
proud to be a tour manager. I really love my job. I, you know, I've definitely, yeah, honestly, nearly I lived to do my job for the majority of my adult years. And um, yeah, especially because your job is like so full on, like you are away for like, you're basically living like your job. Do you know yeah, what I mean? exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it, yeah. it was the, uh, it was a bit of an adjustment, but you know, as I said before, I have been touring a little bit less in the, in the recent years. Um, yeah. and it, on my, on a personal level, it has been a really nice year. Actually, I, um, I got engaged and, uh, oh, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. Yeah. I bet it was nice to try and in a way, like it's obviously really just not very good for the industry but at the same time it might have been nice to kind of press pause i suppose definitely um, yeah. yeah as a person i got to spend the whole year just with my sister who was pregnant and had a baby three months ago so i got to be there for all of that which was great oh that's so lovely yeah um yeah, yeah and i and i spend my time you know i still spend so much time online just <laughs> talking about my job either with colleagues because we miss it or just catching up with friendly colleagues just to, because you know over the years we've become good friends but also I've been reaching out to tons of people that I didn't know to build my network um, to learn I followed webinars on different subjects I did online courses um, I got my mental health first aid certificate I, um, wow. I've been mentoring lots of young women um, I've been speaking on podcasts and webinars <laughs> and yeah. with a group of colleagues, we set up the tour production group over the last few months, which just launched this week. Oh, okay. I'll check that out. That's, it's so cool. Cause I, I keep seeing you do so many cool things for like young women looking to go into touring in the music industry. And like, I think it's really, really cool. So <laughs> like, yeah, just really amazing. Do you want to talk a little bit more about like that? Cause you're always like doing like panels and everything. Do you kind of just work really hard to kind of like get to know those people that are doing these projects i well thank you first of all i'm really, <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad that uh, that that you're seeing all these things and yeah well for myself i found it just really challenging to get my foot in the door in the industry whenever mm -hmm. i was working backstage and i asked tour managers like how did you how did you end up in the industry and do you have any tips for me or anything they just weren't very friendly and I wasn't really getting anywhere. So I would want to, I want to be a different type of tour manager and I want to be really mm -hmm. accessible and I want to help young women trying to break into the industry. Cause I know how hard it is. Um, yeah. And, you know, and I also want to make all these resources visible that there are because there's so much. And just from speaking on panels about diversity, I've encountered so many platforms and initiatives and uh, so I put them all together in a document and I'm just trying to share this as widely as I can so that as many people as possible can can use them and um, yeah. I want to encourage everyone to pursue this industry because it's easy to get to to lose your motivation or lose yeah, yeah get discouraged because it yeah. is, it's it's hard especially now obviously there yeah. are no events <laughs> but uh, definitely utilize this time and 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 network and learn there's so much to be gained from from online networking yeah definitely i think right now like i've certainly myself has spoken to just so many more people like from other parts of the world that i never would have met before like even like you for example like it's just so weird coming into 
and the internet's become so kind of I don't know I think social media over the past year or so has become more kind of inclusive and really nice and really great place to like network and get to know new people and stuff so yeah I think it's a really good time for that right now definitely because everyone working on tours is now sitting at home um yeah and you know everyone's gonna have time to, to chat with you even if it's just for 10 minutes and um so I've, yeah I, I still do that myself and I recommend anyone looking to break into the industry do the same yeah um, but I I also usually add know who you're networking with and and don't just randomly click on everyone that's any part of the industry you know yeah. make sure that you're targeting the right people and when you click on the connection button on linkedin make sure you add a note so people see <laughs> why yeah you're adding them um yeah that's a good point is linkedin like a good network for you as a tour manager in the music industry are, are you like regularly going on there because i know i know it sounds um weird but i within my side the uh, industry i found it kind of it's it's harder to find connections compared to like other industries with music i feel do you know what i mean i can see that and i i have to say that i've never really been hired for a tour off of it but a lot of people on there yeah. and i definitely prefer connecting making professional connections on linkedin over facebook um when i get facebook mm. requests i usually send a message politely saying Thank you for the connection request, but my Facebook is for my friends, but I'd love to be connected on LinkedIn or follow me on Instagram. Do you, what do you have kind of, obviously we don't really know what the plans are, but do you have anything coming up or is it literally like, I just don't know what's happening next at the moment? I mean, I have some, some penciled in plans <laughs> for later this but you don't know whether they're going to happen. But no yeah. one knows if they're going to happen or not. So, um, I, you know, it's nice to have something, even if it's a pencil in the calendar. Yeah. But in the meantime, um, yeah, I'm just cracking on at home. Um, continue to work on tour production group stuff. And I'm moving house in a couple of months. So that's taking up a lot of time. Oh, exciting. Um, I do some <laughs> Zoom production, freelance stuff for corporate. <laughs> corporate. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah it's kind of one of those isn't it where you just don't know what's gonna happen like, I think we've just been told over here that we're official like they obviously it's not set in stone but they think that we're going to be completely out of lockdown on the 21st of June yeah like no social distancing it's really exciting the idea of it but I don't know whether it's going to happen um yeah so we'll see <laughs> I don't know it's just, you, you just don't know do you but yeah no I'm sure it'll be I think the live scene is going to be really incredible when it comes back it's it's really exciting um, definitely yeah i think so but it's hard to say i mean i don't know how they can say that it's going to happen at this and this date. so i'm not holding my breath we'll we'll see yeah i'll be happy when no, it happens but until then you know bad. yeah definitely yeah oh it was so nice to meet you honestly thank you so much for doing this um yeah, it's been great to talk to you and I honestly really look up to you and like it's been so cool to learn about your role as a tour manager because I really didn't know too much about it to be honest it's like I'm I'm kind of more working like I'm not I'm a student at the moment <laughs> but I know more about like marketing and stuff less about live events so yeah it's been really interesting that's great and I'm sure like a lot of people are going to find this like really interesting to hear about as like young women are going into if they want to be tour managers or look at like live events too so yeah well thank you so much for having me and um 
I, I, also, I mean, I meet a lot of women who want to be tour managers, which is great. And I love my job and I would recommend anyone to do it. But um, I would also encourage women to look at other positions on tour um, and check out audio, lights, playback, mm. backline, production management. You know, there's traditionally on, on tours, there's such a divide in men in technical roles and women more in like catering, wardrobe, makeup, um, and organizing. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Um, yeah. Where I, and I don't know if women are being discouraged because they just see so many men in that space, they feel it's not for them, but it's, it's absolutely for them. And I have, I have, I'm very happy that I have so many colleagues also in tech roles who are women. And I yeah. think I would love to encourage more young women to pursue roles in, in, in tech positions as well. Yeah, I think so, definitely. I think there's definitely a massive lack in that kind of area. There's just not, it is just mostly men. Um, I, I just love what you're doing. I just absolutely love it. And I, yeah, I really look up to you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been so nice to meet you. Um, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, sure. And uh, it was really nice to be a guest on your podcast. I think you're yeah. doing great stuff as well. And I follow you, obviously. And yeah. keep it up. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you so much for following. Because obviously, when I saw your comment, obviously, it was like literally one of the first people that like really engaged with it. So I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, I've been quite active on Instagram recently. <laughs> 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 me too, me too. I was actually the same. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was so nice to meet you. You too. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye.